Hello, uh, this is Wally. Um, welcome to the podcast for Screw Ups. Um, <clears throat> this is a weird one we're recording. Um, I actually tried to do one before I went to sleep, um, and it just wasn't coming out good, so I stopped. And uh, now I have slept some. And, uh, you know, I'm going back to sleep after this. see. I'm going to read a scripture to you to start off with, and then I'm going to tell you a story. Um, Or talk a little bit about me, I guess. Um, And you, maybe? No? No, just kidding. Um, It is Mark 2, 1 through 12. Um, And when he returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. Um, a guy said, uh, a guy who comes to, the, or he's at the church that I'm at now. He's been to Jerusalem a lot. He says that Capernaum is Jesus' hometown after Nazareth rejects him. Um, so I don't know, but he, he does have a picture of people who are tourists and they send him by a sign that says, Capernaum, hometown of Jesus, uh, which isn't a bad thing to do if you're ever in life, be in the same town that Jesus is ever in. And many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door, and he was preaching the word to them. And they came, bringing him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening... They let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or rise and take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise and pick up your bed and go home. And when he arose, when he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Um, okay, familiar story, um, another miracle, um, we've been boom, boom, boom miracles, um, people being cleansed, uh, demons being cast out, this time it's a paralytic, uh, being healed, um, they tear up the root to get him to Jesus, um, they will, four friends will do anything for him. Um, which is a cool thing. And, you know, the faith of the people, people talk about that. Um, you know, he's they're willing to do anything to get this guy to Jesus. So, And then you got the people who are mad at him for saying, uh, your sins are forgiven. Um, and then Jesus saying that, you know, it's good for you to hear it because I can forgive sins. The Son of Man can. So, 
That's neat. Uh, another big moment for Jesus. Um, another moment that makes him, people want to kill him. Uh, you know, ultimately, uh, ultimately they, uh, you know, we're trying to get him for what he's done. Um, that's a. I I took some classes. Um, I told you that I. Uh, I'm not very good at school. I wasn't very good at school, but I took some classes, you know, coming up um, about the Lord. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a debate about things, and uh, they try to teach this Socratic method where they question everything. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes all that... You don't recognize the truth when the truth is with you. Um, you know, they say that uh, when they study money, I, I think this is a long time ago, I don't know how they study money now. Um, they say when they study money, they um, get to know what the uh, what the true one looks like. So when they see a fake, they can recognize it right away. Um, because they know what the new one looks like. Um, so they study the truth to know uh, how to identify a fake. Um, so <clears throat> Jesus uh, had done that too. Uh, he knew the scripture so well that um, he could tell you um, things. Uh, in this case, you know, he can tell that these guys have faith that they're willing to do anything for their friend. Uh, and a lot of sermons are preached on that. Um, um, you know, so that they all were amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw anything like that. Um, so that's the ultimate goal of everything is for him to get the glory. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I just think it's neat uh, that the way Mark is so far for me, um, the last three the times that we've read scripture, boom, 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 all about healing, all about um, he's becoming famous, he's being glorified, God's being glorified. Um, I've never seen anything like that. People push so far, hard. Um, I can't remember every saying, but it's just, I don't know, it's just neat. And the next next one coming uh, has Jesus' name in the next little title of section of scripture. The Gospels are about Jesus, the story of Jesus. Um, I, and I saw a quote, um, and I can't, I just saw it, so I didn't hear Matt Chandler say it, so I'm going to read it for you real quick, because, it, man, it, it just got me. Uh, and it's so true, and I'm not a big quote, because I can't even remember them. So I wrote this down when I saw it for you. Um, we don't come to Jesus because he makes life better. We come to Jesus because he's better than life. Matt Chandler, one more time. We don't come to Jesus because he makes life better. We come to Jesus because he's better than life. He's better than life. Um, have you come to that place where you believe that? Not just say it, but that you believe he's better than life. It's a good place to come to. Um, 
I was making fun with somebody. I tonight I this evening I visited somebody who uh, is really sick, um, and then some family is mixed in with that. And then I visited my childhood home, uh, just drove by it, way down in Shady Grove, Alabama, um, past the village store. Uh, for those of you who know the parlance of the Shady Grove, um, uh, I grew up near the village store. One, the, the, the second left after the village store is where I lived. Um, you can turn the first left too, but I always turned the second, uh, and then it would be the second the first left after that it's the second left then the first left and I lived right there on the right um, that's where I lived growing up um, it was route one box something back then it's now a street name I'm sure uh, there were pine trees like crazy down there and they're not there anymore they were when I was young they probably got cut and sold um, let's see I remember the space where I drive a car when I'm a little kid because my mom takes me around the block driving. Scary moment. I'm just going to let you know about that one. Um, I'm in that yard where the house is, there used to be a lot in between my house and another family's ha uh, house that my mom owned. Um, there's now a house that sits there. It, it wasn't there when I was there. It was just an empty lot. Um, there used to be a little house, uh, like a water house, a uh, pump house, that I used to throw baseballs off of when I, that was my thing to do, was to try to ground, field grounders off that place. Um, and then, ultimately, I it was a big, big deal when I was a little kid to walk to Jean's Village Store. Um, I don't know why it was such a big deal, but it was a big deal when I was uh, living there. So, um, my family moved from there, um, I think we moved to the river, and then we, my mom Minnie bought us a place at the river, um, and Stan couldn't live there and drive to work because his back was so bad, so mom had to come find a place over by Bottenfield, which is in the house, that's the house I'm sitting in right now, in the blue room, uh, sharing this podcast with you. Um, so we wound up here because um, of Stan's back. So it wasn't the best move. The house is a prefab house, and uh, I won't, I shouldn't say the name of the people who built it, uh, but they aren't real made good houses, and the, the backyard doesn't perk well, for those of you who know anything about sewage stuff. Um, so to, I say all that to say... Um, when I was very young, my family moved from this place, uh, Shady Grove. And then my cousins moved into that house. And we were visiting one time, uh, my cousin and my uncle and my aunt. Um, and the cousins got together. I have an older, at that time I had an older girl cousin. And... Um, me and Tracy, my sister, I was 10, she was 8, Pat was, I don't know if Pat was here yet or not, um, if he was, he was very babyish, um, <laughs> uh, anyways, um, 
So me, Tracy and I and my cousin and some of her friends were walking to walk into the village store. Um, so we go out the back and we go down the hill and then we're turning left. So we did that. Um, and then we came to a house that was uh, the house of one of my cousin's f friends. Um, and they were playing this game called Bombs Away. It's a game that spins around and it drops bombs down in it and you're trying to get them, get it, catch them, I think. Um, so I stay and play that game and my sister goes with my cousin and her friends. And uh, my sister is eight, like I said, and I'm ten. Uh, I think I'm in, uh, I think I'm in third grade maybe and she's maybe in second grade um, I think that's right I can't remember very good I apologize I, I could go back and I always try to ask little kids say what grade are you in when you're this age um, so um, so yeah so they go and I remember it's a long time that I'm there playing that game long time and what happens is my sister gets killed that day uh, I know I'm sorry for bringing a bad story but if you're gonna know me you just need to know things that have happened in my life um, so and all of it you know relates to scripture uh, to me um, so anyways um, so my sister is walking, and somehow she gets separated, I think, from everybody. And uh, she gets hit by a car and killed instantly. Um, I remember reading the uh, autopsy as a later. Uh, I saw it. It was in this room that I'm sleeping in now. Uh, it was like a. Uh, it was like in a box, and I was cleaning out the box, and it had my sister's name on it, and it was like white papers, and it. Uh, it had all these body parts listed and it, it just said does not function 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 doesn't everything was in her whole body didn't function um, so at that moment that she gets hit by that car it lifts her up into the air um, it's, it's the person is going so fast that it lifts them up into the air and then she falls down it hits her again back up in the air, hits her again, hit back up in the air, hits her again. She gets hit a lot of time in the air that she's just, she's gone fast. Um, so hopefully, uh, it seems like she didn't suffer a lot. Um, so, <clears throat> um, I, I, my, they come get me, um, and everything's a blur from then because it's my first uh, encounter with death. Um, it's scary. Uh, I remember being a little kid and being scared and then confused. Uh, and then um, they brought food. People brought food like crazy. And I remember this lemon cake that had white icing. I'm a big person, so we tend to remember food. Um, so... Um, she dies, um, and it crushes my little family. Um, there's me, there's mom, there's Stan, 
and uh, I think Pat's here, but he's a baby. But I'm not sure. I I I'm, I, I may have to check the old uh, what you call it on that. Um, so uh, we're not a big family, but we are. Uh, we're still a family at that time uh, together, and uh, something that I remember from that time is my mom just devastated. Um, I'm ten, so I recognize it, you know. And she's crying uncontrollably, like my mom lets it out, which I like. I think you should let it out, by the way. Um, ugly cry, uh, wailing. Um, her, you know, her daughter died, so she loses it. Um, and my mom's saying over and over again, she's saying, uh, I want to die, I want to die. I can't make it, I want to die. Um, and as a little kid, it's hard to hear your mom say that, um, you know, just not understanding. And then, uh, I remember us standing on the front porch. I guess Pat was here because in my head, he's in this picture. Um, we're on the front porch at the old house. There's pine trees everywhere. So there's pine straw everywhere. Um, we still have that blue Bonneville car that was huge. I think we had a white car too, like a Subaru or something like that, or something like that. And uh, Stan says, uh, we'll be together forever. It'll be okay. Um, so, and later when he cheats on my mom and leaves, um, sorry to say um, you know he's not here anymore so he can't defend himself uh, but um, and he never admitted it I think to my mom but they get divorced somewhere you know after all that um, they get married and divorced and married and divorced and married and divorced I think three times uh, and then my mom married two more guys so she says I think she's been married total seven to one, two, four guys one of those guys is my dad um, so that's you know that's for mom's po podcast I guess um, uh, I know the story because I've asked her the story and sometimes I get it confused uh, so uh, I told you if you've listened to the podcast that there's always been a lot of chaos in my life and a lot of this come from family um, you know, we've had a lot of trouble. My mom had a lot of trouble, lots of trouble in her life. Um, and, uh, you know, she gets rescued from the darkness. She becomes a believer late in life, probably 50s, maybe even 60s. Um, rare, rare, rare that somebody comes to know Christ that late in life. But, you know, she did. Thank the Lord. Um, she, you know... Um, was really ready to bust open the ceiling for herself. Um, I've said this, and I'll say it again. Um, she comes back from St. Louis, um, which I was devastated when she left. I'm living here at the house. I'm taking care of the house. I'm living in the room where two people have died uh, that has a restroom attached to it, just for you know the parlance of this house. Um, and... Uh, 
she comes back and she wants to go to church and she wants to go to Westwood. That's where she wants to go. That's the church I'm going to at the time. Um, she goes, she sits all the way through the service. It's at the end. They're about to sing People Saring Jesus. That's what they used to do in that season. Um, and she says, I've got to go get that. So we go right then. We walk down the aisle and my mom becomes a believer right there on the spot. Um, one of the greatest days of my life. I know it's the best day of my mom's life. Because um, she gets saved. From heth and hell. Hell and death. That's the day she gets saved. It's a big day. And people in the church respond. People at Westwood loved me. They knew I'd been praying for my mom. Probably many people there had been praying too. It's the greatest gift that Westwood ever gave me is that they were for me. Um, yeah, and I think people probably still are for me. They're probably mad at me that I don't go there um, when I move back, but it just wasn't the place for me after I left. Um, uh, it was the place for my mom. She went as long as she could. Uh, she watches it now. She uh, don't feel like she can sit through the, and not she don't want to distract people with getting up and having to leave and all that um so she doesn't want to distract um so she doesn't go she listens and watches uh on the pot uh, not the podcast the uh streaming thing they do uh, thank you westwood for doing that thank you miss hartley thank you miss turner um for doing a bible study class that lived out the gospel um you guys would send us money when my mom would go to the hospital and it would give us food, um, you know, for dinner or whatever. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for uh, living off the gospel. Um, that's a neat thing. So, I love that. I love that about you, Miss Hartley. Miss Turner's class. Uh, and I've heard that Miss Hartley has hit hard times. Um, and I, will, I need to try to reach out. I'll do that to, this week. Uh, whew, man. I could just lose it and just start bawling, but I'm not gonna tonight. Um, not that I don't like it. I like it when I cry. Uh, I like being vulnerable. Um, I'm that kind of man who doesn't think it's wrong to cry. It may be a little embarrassing, <laughs> um, but I'm that kind of man. So, uh, you know, there's all these kind of things that you're supposed to be a man. Uh, I'm just different. Like Brookhills used to say, uh, I hope I'm different to make a difference. Different to make a difference. Love that. Always have loved that little saying. Um, I'm going to read this to you one more time. Uh, we don't come to Jesus because he makes life better. We come to Jesus because he's better than life. Matt Chandler. Uh, thank you for that quote. Uh, I've been feasting on it since I saw it this afternoon. Yeah. Um, 
living out the gospel. How are you doing that? Um, you know, Jesus did his part. We're, we're trekking through in Mark, and we're seeing what Jesus has done. Uh, Mark has um, bullet-pointed us about Jesus, which I love. Um, I, uh, and I've been trying to tell students, uh, young men, to read their Bibles. And I say, uh, pick a gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. If you want to read the most brief one, read Mark. So we're doing that um, as our scripture, um, verse by verse, uh, in little sections. Um, I'm not studying there. You know, you're getting off the cuff, uh, me and, you know, walking through the scripture. Uh, so uh, keep going with us. Let's work out uh, the gospel with fear and trembling together. Um, this podcast is a place for me to share with you about Jesus, encourage you to Jesus. That's what I've decided that I do with my life. That's my way. Uh, like uh, the ballpark is for Troy. Uh, he, you know, loves watching his son play, uh, and he shares with other ball players and other dads and moms. And at the park, they have a ministry. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how, I can't explain how everybody shares the gospel, uh, shares Jesus. For me, I do it through um, saying it. I say it. Uh, even in bad seasons, I'm still sharing with people about Jesus. Um, uh, in bad seasons, it's not as frequent, I think. Um, I definitely won't be doing the podcast as much like I'm doing now. It's every day right now. That won't happen all the time. Um, uh, kindness. I treat people kindly. Um, I do warm fuzzies. Um, I'm going to do warm fuzzies on Sunday to the ninth and 10th grade guys. And I bought some warm fuzzies from Walmart. That's where I buy them. Or uh, Hobby Lobby when I have access to Hobby Lobby. Um, so I bought some today. I took a picture. I posted it. Um, because I'm posting a lot right now. Uh, I won't post a lot in a bad season. Uh, had not posted from 2022, which it is now, from then to 2018. That's the last time I posted anything. Um, that's the last time I had a website. That's the last time I uh, shared a podcast. Um, that's how long it was in between really good seasons. There may have been some brief moments of good, and I definitely shared. I'm not saying I wasn't in church and I wasn't sharing my faith, but momentum, um, wind at my back. Um, I hadn't had it since 2018. Uh, in 2018, I was finishing the book, uh, Pursue, uh, with Jason Durant. We were finishing the book. There still was uh, errors, uh, but I was done with it. I'm done with it now. I've been done with it since 2018. Uh, it's getting a re-edit. Jason's done with that. We're only right now at the place where we're trying to jump through the hoops digitally 
for the company that's going to put it online and then print it into book form. Um, so it's going to be online where you can buy it. It's going to be in print form. I'm buying 25 copies. Uh, here's how much it cost me. Um, it cost me one paycheck uh, at the time when I had that job. Um, so one paycheck, um, two weeks worth of work, one paycheck. That's how much the book cost. Um, uh, I counted that cost and I said it was worth it because I wanted to print the book. I want to put it in my hands this time. And I didn't last time. So um, that book will come out. One day, I think, <laughs> it's very hard. Uh, and I, the reason why Jason got involved again is because uh, I couldn't do the digital stuff. And I tried, when I put out the first book that's on um, Smashwords, um, you know, there's two books on Smashwords you can get. Uh, one is God Loves Screw-Ups, I Know Because I Am One, and I Met Her, which is my love story book that I did a podcast for. There's, it's six parts. You can listen to it here. Uh, don't listen to it if you're not a uh, fan of love stories, and don't make fun of me. But if you're a fan of love stories, I'd like to know what you think. Um, so, it's wallymac2 at gmail.com if you want to uh, send me a little note and tell me you love it. Uh, if you tell me you love it, you might make my whole week. Because uh, uh, I love that I wrote a love story book. It's my ode to uh, Notting Hill and all those teen dramas and uh, um, Notting Hill teen dramas and Hallmark movies. It's my ode to them. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, I know you're out there listening. Some of you. Um, I don't care how many of you are. Uh, this is asked to the Lord and not unto man. So I'm not worried about it. Um, I'm praying about a gathering. Um, and if you're listening, you're invited. Uh, it's going to be in November, I think. Just a simple night of worship um, where I encourage you to Jesus and where somebody with a guitar and maybe a piano, I don't know about that, plays praise songs. Um, the lights will be down when the music's playing and then when the scriptures said, when Psalms 139 is read, um, and everybody in the building gets a warm fuzzy. Um, it'll be for the glory of the Lord. And uh, it's something that I wanted to do a long time. It'll be near my birthday. My birthday falls on Thanksgiving this year, so it won't be on my birthday. Um, the date I'm looking at, and I've asked someone, is... Sorry, I'm looking at my calendar. Um, the day is November, and I, I told you wrong, Matt. So, um, it is... November the 19th, which is a Saturday night, um, tentatively, um, 
at 7.01 on Saturday night. Um, yes, that is for 7.01. Um, my memories of 7.01, it is for you. Now, there won't be any food at this one, I'm sorry. Uh, we're not gonna, I'm not going to cook, and I'm not going to get my mom to cook. Um, so, um, November the 19th, 7.01 at... Right now, tentatively, uh, still not locked down yet. Still haven't got a text back or a note back saying that's a good date. Um, at High Point Church in Empire, Alabama. In my head, it's in Corner. Um, so I'll get the details later. Uh, and it's still not it's still not locked down because I've only asked that I can use the building. Um, Joey said yes. He was for that. Um, and sometimes people would say yes, but they haven't looked at the calendar yet. Remember that time I took a big swing and I asked somebody to preach. Um, they said yes, and then somebody famous was coming to speak, and then I was out. But I'd already asked the second campus if they would let me, and I had to call them and say, just forget it. And then I just forgot it, and I quit with the book. I gave it away for free. Once again, if you want a copy of the book for free, send me an email. Once Jason gives me the PDF and shows me how to do it again, I will send that bad boy to you for free. Yes, I'm going to sell it. No, I'm not trying to become a millionaire off this book. Um, I'm going to say something right now that I probably shouldn't say, but I'm going to say it because you're getting everything. Um, Sunday, when I was walking... Um, I was praying, and it felt like God was telling me to start a ministry. Um, I'd, I'd never have been in this place before where God was telling me to start a ministry where I make it 501c3, and, um, I mean, you know, I've, I've never done that. I have done, I've started things before, but I never have made it a, a thing because I I would always do it under the umbrella of the church. Now, I'm not trying to be the church even doing this. Um, I'm a, doing a parachurch thing, and here's what I'm going to do out of my ministry. Uh, I'm going to encourage people. You know, I'm going to do warm fuzzies. And I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do the book. Um, I'm going to put out the record. Um, if the record ever gets done. The record is a big swing. And it's crazy. And it may not happen. Um, sometimes a big swing you strike out. Um, so this may be a strikeout. Um, here's what I, how I've leaned in with that. Um. I've written down things I think are songs or parts of songs and I can't sing and I can't play an instrument so I've sent that to people I know who play music and I've asked them to help me. Only two people have responded out of the seven or eight that I sent it to. Only two. Um, one is in college and one uh, plays the guitar and I will see him this weekend. I spoke to him today. I actually finally called somebody and said, what do you think about this? Um, so that's happened. Um, 
I also sent an email to a text. I did text um, to five men who I respect financially, spiritually, as fathers. Um, that I think that's pretty much it. So I sent them a note and I said, "Hey." Um, I want you to pray about something, you and your wives, to pray about, would you like to be a part with me, and if I take this, make a ministry and have to get it, make it 501c3, um, because I need people who um, understand money, I don't, who are just good with money, who can give me good counsel. Uh, and help it be legal and keep me right with the, you know, the rendered Caesar, who, what Caesar, and to God, what God's. That's what I want. You know, I'm not uh, trying to be the church. I'm not. I never will be. I don't take money that's supposed to be the church's money. Uh, that would, you know, whatever. Um, so I'm 53, um, and I'm taking big swings. Um, and if you listen to the podcast, you know that I bawled my eyes out talking about, I hope I have more. Well, by that Sunday, God said, here's, here's the more you're asking for. Uh, here's what I'm thinking I'm going to call the ministry. Awesome, incredible, and screwed up ministry. Awesome, incredible, screwed up ministry. Um, uh, so... If you want to be for that, you can. If you don't want to be for it, you don't have to. Uh, I'm good with it. Because um, I'm doing what I think God's telling me to do. Um, uh, I wrote it down what I, what my goal is for my ministry. Um, and I had wise counsel from Joey Hill, um, my current pastor. Um, that, sorry, I'm looking for a picture. I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote down. Um, to remind myself when I'm talking to people. Awesome, incredible, and screwed up ministry, uh, which I find hilarious. That's not it. I can't see it. It's got to be after that. Here it is. Um, once again, here's my current goal for an awesome, incredible, and screwed up ministry. It does sound uh, catchy. Uh, awesome, incredible, screwed up ministry. Sounds like a Wally-ism. Um, awesome, incredible, screwed up ministry. Uh, the book, um, you know, right now I'm going to do, how I'm going to do the book is, uh, if I can make any money, which I don't know if I will. Uh, I made 181 on two books. $1.81. Um, so I may make that or less for this book. Uh, I'm going to do a record. Hopefully, I put it out. Uh, that's a uh, big, 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 huge swing. Uh, a night of worship, uh, which is right now in my head, November 19th at Safe Haven. Not Safe Haven, sorry, Safe Haven. Uh, you're invited, Safe Haven people, if you want to come. Um, and then uh, serving students in the local church um, and being faithful in a local church. That's my. That's how what, how, what kind of ministry I'm going to do. Um, I have to get another job. Um, um, 
I wrote down some other things there. Uh, one is to go visit uh, Andy and Sarah Beth, and uh, I asked Andy, you know, when was a good time, and he said a couple of weeks. <coughs> I was ready to come next weekend, I think. That was my goal next weekend, but I don't know. Um, I may get a job, and I may not be able to be off on weekends. Uh, the other thing is to go visit my aunt that I never have met, um, who lives in Pennsylvania. Uh, I need to do that before I get a job. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Pennsylvania's a long ways away. Um, yes, I, somebody gave me a good, Tyler gave me a good idea. I need to do that. I need to write that down real quick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler LaFoy, I ate lunch with him today. Uh, one, There's two more people that I'm going to try to catch lunch with, Jason Black uh, and John. Uh, I spoke to you today, John. I'm shooting for Thursday, but we, I don't know. We'll see. Um, thank you for saying yes. Uh, uh, Jason Black, thank you for wanting to have lunch with me. I'm a fan of you, man. Uh, so, yeah. Um, um, that's it. That's all I have to say. Um, this is Living Out the Gospel. That's what the uh, name of this one is. Um, with fear and trembling, uh, as they say, as is a saying. Um, tune in tomorrow. We'll keep going through Mark. Um, you'll keep hearing stories about me for me to encourage you to Jesus. That's what I try to do in my life. Um, that's my way. Um, I hope you know your way, how you're trying to tell people about Jesus. My way happens to be the encouraging way. Um, this is the end of the old podcast. The old podcast. Have a good evening or day, wherever you're at.